the kingdoms are a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevois sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevois seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone. To let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 18. So, when last we left you, uh, an uneventful kingdom turn had gone by, except for Jod's horrible murder. Yep. Um, he had been murdered by Elmira Vaughan, um, a woman who was angry about uh, Jod's role in getting her husband lynched as a, as a werewolf. Yeah. Which didn't turn out to be true. He was yep. a, a bandit bent on destroying the town instead. Which is, she felt made it totally clear that he was innocent as opposed to merely guilty of something different. Mm-hmm. Um, she cursed your king, you, you hung her basically. Yes. Um, as, as and her, with very few regrets on As Cameron's her preferred part. punishment. She cursed her, your kingdom um, to me suffer person- under... Me personally and Job. And Job to suffer under the spike of the hag goddess Gairona to never know happiness, you know, etc, 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 etc. Galen also not that worried about that. <laughs> By all means. And I believe that was literally where we ended it. Yes. You... We, we, what, we need, what we hadn't done was the kingdom turn in which Jod was dead. Right. So do we want to start it on that? Well, let me look at the calendar and see where we actually are in terms of time. So, Jod was murdered in Cholesterol. Yep. And by the time we got him raised, it was some point um, through Farast. Yep. So, what we need to do is the Kingdom Turn of Farast. Yep. Just need to take a look at how many months it's been for certain things. Um, Yes, so it's been a few months since Caelan's gone to victory, but he postponed it a bit to um, get John back. But yep. then, subsequent to that, he is going to go adventuring. No problem. So, I think for ease of simplicity, we'll say roughly that, um, you know, the first traditional seven days are about the length of time it takes to get God, John raised, at yep. which point the kingdom effectively gets the effect of the high priest not being available for yep. that slot, and all the unrest and so on for that slot. Yep. Yeah, because you have to actually um, write off to Brevoy 
Yeah, exactly. But the, the theory being, he's murdered at some point in cholesterol. Yeah. He's raised by about that point yep, in yep. Farast, so that Kaelin can go adventuring, and that yep. comes to about the same thing. Yep. Okay, so we start the turn with 11 build points and zero unrest when the turn starts. Either zero or one, depending on when the effect of... Because we got two points of unrest for taking out the Kingdom Treasury Mummy, which kicks in when we get to that point in the Kingdom turn. And one point for the general effects about finding out about Jod, which is either at the end of the Kingdom turn or the start of the Kingdom turn. I'm not sure which. Um, that will be at the end because that will be king of events and things sweet yeah because that's it yeah because that you, you got the unrest of, didn't you about the fact that you yeah. raised him and, and, and people found out about his backstory and there was the whole oh, yes, curse yes. the kingdom thing yes it was less uh, no no sorry yeah I see what you're saying um yes yeah, so you pick that up now at, yeah, because at, that's based on you trying and hanging her yeah Oh, sorry, which you did after you'd raised your Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine, Sita. It just makes a difference because at present I have no unrest, and if I make my stability check, I'd like to lose one, but I can't if I didn't get it yet. At least I'm good looking. You're very good looking. Alright, let me dig up the Kingdom character sheet and see what job provides that he's not doing. Alright, stability's in an effective minus three for this turn. That's perfectly fine. Which, you know, not not irrelevant given the first check I'm going to be rolling is stability. Yes. Okay. And the kingdom is indeed disturbed by the absence of Jod. On the other hand, our DCs are pretty good. Um, could I have a calculator? Could I have a calculator, please? This is the sort of number where it comes. Okay, so it's 24 plus 7 is 31. Ouch, yep. Uh, we would have made that, but we do not. But I am only one under the control DC. Okay, so you gain one point of unrest. Yep. Pay consumption. Yep, so that's 25. Yep. Fill vacant magic item slots. Uh, yes, so let me. So we have. I'm just going to move these over. We have one in the temple. Yep. That's a minor slot. Yep. It's going to be awesome. It's a scroll of a lullaby. Wow. It's a cantrip that you can use to give people penalties on their spot and listen to it. Oh, right. That, that bard spell makes all other bard spells look really awesome. Yeah, it's right? a penalty on spot and listen and a penalty on will saves versus sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Alright, so um, I would appreciate the assistance of my um, party members in having a look at some of this stuff. Yep. Like, I'm unsurprisingly going to get rid of the scroll of lullaby. Yep. Unless anyone is deep, deep, no. deep, yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, but what we have in our slots at the moment that doesn't suck is a ring of feather fall, a cloak of charisma, yep. and because we have a special magic medium slot, a plus two heavy steel shield, yep. uh, which is mithril. Which there's actually no point in rushing to claim if somebody does want it and they don't want it right now because when we clear that slot, it won't get filled again because yep. it's a spiritual, it's a once-off slot. Yep. But I thought this would be a good time for people to consider if they want any of this stuff. Okay, so I can. Because Kalen is both wearing cloak and got has got rings that he's quite happy with. So I, I can safely tell you, no one wants the um, shield. Yeah. Because the only person that's a particular shield wielder isn't carrying a much heavier one. Um, 
Grim doesn't need the Ring of Featherfall. And to be honest, Tina wouldn't buy the Book of Charisma if she was on fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kayla probably vaguely likes both, but already owes the party a kajillion novels. Oh, okay, that's fine. We can just leave them here for her. It's not like we can, we can only clear one. No, I'm, I'm just working it out as I go, do you know? You're doing fine. Because um. you spent a billion dollars on that flight of undead doing that was so spectacularly useful at the Barra. Yep, she's down... Um, she, she already owes the party just under two and a half thousand gold. Yeah, so... Leave leave that for the time being, but... Ooh, you know who could use a, um... Cloak of Charisma? Could use a Cloak of Charisma. It's the bar? Yeah. Does seem like a logical um, item for him. Particularly a discount one. And he's actually not been spending all his money, unlike some um, tanky people. If um, I recall correctly. He spent a large chunk of it on um, something... Um, ah, his gloves of dexterity. Ah, yep. Um, much more important than like, charisma. That's mm-hmm. only a spellcasting stat. Yeah. Uh, well, in all fairness, for a primary archer, dex is pretty important. Yes, he will take that. Cool. It's plus two. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah, I don't think it could be anything else given it's a minor slot. They do vary quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, we have had some good stuff in there. But it's also capped by your um, city's gold total, so you're only going to get so high. And I think that's approaching your upper limits. Um... I think you may already be wearing a ring of feather for. I think you and Brynn have jumped off things before. Yeah, that rings a bell. Huh? Yeah, I think you're right. I'm already wearing a ring of feather for. Yeah. Corwin could use it, but I just can't see it. it. It's just not what he'd buy. He'd just fall on the ground and be hurt. Yeah. So does Michaela want the railing of Feather Fall? Because I'm happy to save it, you know, when she has money. Because I'm happy to save it for her if she does. Yeah, it's actually exactly the kind of thing. Cool. That's, so that's alright. I'll just put a little M no, by That's alright. She can just go further into debt. <laughs> you were okay with that? Yeah. Alright, because it's a discount one. Don't forget the discount ones. So. so it's 1100, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Cool. That will provide some space to generate some new options. As long as it's not interfering with her. Nope, she's got her ring of protection. Increase her precious AC. Okay. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't part. Given you can only wear one AC ring slot, I, um, she might, the other ring slot is, you know, I understand nothing can interfere with boosting the AC, but um, it's not like you can wear rings of protection on both hands. I'll go through and update Tristan later to his. Um Yep. Stats. Okay, I'll just make the check to try and get rid of this charming scroll of lullaby, which I succeed in doing so. Naturally, I don't roll the 19 on the economy check that actually gives me build points. No, no, I roll it on the getting rid of the scroll one. Uh, modify and rest doesn't happen. Uh, assign leadership. 
Uh, you are not suffering penalties for John being dead because it's about um, changing it effectively. Yeah, because what the theory is we've told people we're going to bring him back. Yeah. Um, now, don't skip the gold one, which you might... Uh, well, uh, we gold need, one. Uh, the one where we take gold out of the kingdom treasury. Yeah. Yep, cool. Uh, claim and abandon hexes. Yep. Build terrain, build settlements, build armies, blah, 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 blah. The, the, the big building one. Yep. Reduces our unrest back down to zero for the time being. What's that? Um, building a house. Right, you built a house is your thing? Yep. Okay, presumably you weren't claiming hexes or terrain. No, or I wasn't doing anything interesting. We're pretty poor okay. right now. You build a house? Yep. Uh, shuffle your edicts round, steal money from the kingdom? Yep, and we steal some money from the kingdom and gain two points of unrest. Yep. That's not a check or anything, is it? We just flat out gain them. Uh, Unrest increases by the number of build points withdrawn, yes. Yep. Two build points, two unrest. Yep. Uh, deposit money into the treasury. Not doing Delete it. Delete taxes. Yep. Okay. Yep. And we go back up to 18 build points, which is considerably less pitiful than the level we started out at. Mm-hmm. Next turn, we might be able to build small things. Slightly bigger than houses. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Yes. Your kingdom turn passes uneventfully. There are no events. Yay! But people complain about jobs. Yeah, so our unrest is pretty um, startling, but... It's it's not so much about him being brought back to life, because that's most of the complaints about the money being taken from the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. It's about him being outed as a murderer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, people are unhappy about that. Yeah. And unfortunately, at this point, you know... Two councillors, there's a trend. People can say, why are our councillors all criminals? Yeah. I mean, it's two out of twelve, but it's two out of, like, ten, but... Um, you will be petitioned by various citizens. Um, Goodiness will pass these along to you without any particular note, more le- less telling you to do it and more just giving you the report of yeah. the citizens want X, Y, and Z. Um Several people, unsurprisingly, want Jod removed from his position. Yeah. Um, several people want Goody Niska put into his position. Yeah, of course they do. Um, y- you know, several more people... Are there all the people who want Goody Niska put into his position woman by any chance? Uh, as a matter of fact, yes. What a shock. Um, several people complain about um, the, the amount of criminals you have on your council and yeah. wondering what the next one will be caught out for, and etc., yeah. etc., but it's it's just a yeah. string of um, assorted petitions. You get stuff like this every month. Yeah. So she she merely resignedly reports to you that you know she's received re- requests that the king do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. She expects you to sit on your ass, and and indeed is, is perfectly comfortable with that. Yeah. Um. Uh, the one mini event you will get is Jamundi Roll. Yes. Um. Who will come to you? This sort of um. Dark skinned, vaguely <laughs> half Mwangi, half Lenore woman. Yep. Um, You're trying to remember what accent you used for that, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> and she will re- request an audience with, um, with Caitlin. Yep. Who is very happy to oblige. Um, and she will come in, you know, give you the bows and the proper um, yep. courtesies and that sort of thing. Um, so, my people, she stops at this, the people of the lands of the Lenorn have various superstitions about paying back 
well guild and honour to those and honour to those who have saved their life I cannot dispute that you have done that to me I'd have been down in that farm for quite some time which is what we're going Scottish mm-hmm. I'd have been down in that farm for quite some time uh, without without your assistance however I fought for, I fought for you again in your battle against the trolls and I still have things and I still have things to be doing I think it's about time I was moving on to Van Hall Kellen will give her the arm clasp and um, we've appreciated your help very much um, I can understand you um, want to learn the skills of a blade master and I can't by any means teach you that as well as Van can but um, if at any time you um, want to be taking a look at other opportunities, Stagthorne could definitely find a place for a woman of your skills. She nods. It's only it's only a few. It's about a few weeks away. I'm sure. If I'm sure if you need, I'm sure if I've, if you need me, you'll know where to find me. I imagine. To be honest, I imagine Van will snap you up given the opportunity. But um, if he doesn't, uh, and you feel you've learned enough of the skills. Feel free to be moving back this way. She will shake your hand again. Yeah. Um, when when you see her again, she has gotten herself um, more properly outfitted. She's clearly um, begged, borrowed, or stolen some gold from somewhere and gotten a nice old already long sword, dueling sword, and that sort of thing. I imagine we would have given her some money to outfit herself, mm-hmm. given that she was fighting our battles. Um, yeah, she's probably got her soldiers' pay for the month, which, like any true adventurer, she's immediately pissed away on gear. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she will depart. More likely we played her for a couple of months in advance in terms of yes. getting her properly outfitted. She will depart. You will receive a, um, a personal letter a little later telling you that, um, indeed, she has successfully made her way to Varnhold. Yeah. She's basically endeavouring to communicate wasn't kidnapped by trolls again on the way. Yeah. Um, and is training under Varn. Yeah. Who she finds to be, you know, every bit the man his reputation yeah. that holds him to be. Yeah. And Kaelin sighs because, you know... There's a little sibling rivalry there. He's mm-hmm. quite confident Van will snap up, snap up and also potential counsellor and Caelan will be left out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's where she wants to be and you can't argue with um, Aurori followers and their skills they feel they need to master. Sorry, her accent just disappeared into the wind entirely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's um, my suit, yeah. A couple of weeks after that, yeah. Um, I assume you're happy with getting yeah, yeah. weeks of letters in advance. Yeah. A couple of weeks after that, you'll actually receive a, a personal communication from Vaan. Yeah. Um, thanking you for um, rescuing this woman and sending her along to Vaan Hole. He finds her to be a student of many admirable qualities. Yep. Yes. Kaelin will write back that he um, will essentially write back how useful she was in the troll yep. fight and basically a personal letter because you know, recommending her because he's not being a dick here. Yeah. <laughs> Despite his personal wish that she'll hire on with him rather than Van, it will write back that, yes, he thinks she is highly valuable. All right. And that is the end of your month. Yes. So I will peel off the Jumanji roll sticker so you don't yep. um, feel the need to re re She reappears. I'm leaving again. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. All right. And what would you like to do with the rest of your life? Um, I want to go exploring. Okay. Uh, you find nothing. Roll perception. No. My mum thinks I'm funny. <laughs> Someone would have to do that. Yeah, but I have met your mum. <laughs> Ooch. <laughs> Death. Okay, so... Where are we at? 
Where you going? Uh uh. Hold up. Yo. Well, I need to do something about the swamp witch at some point. Mm hmm. Because um, of the child leading? Well, I don't know if she is or isn't. It would be nice to know one way or the other. Mm -hmm. um, so I will actually go see Michaela about that. Mm -hmm. You can um, have another rumour if you desire one while you're floating around. Yeah, sounds good. But I presume it's not confirming or denying the Swamp Witch thing. Have you got your rumour sheet around so you know which ones you have? Uh, just a sec. Let me um, just reassemble the... Um, Kingdoms and years and things. Yep, yeah, you can put your kingdom sheet away at this point. Yeah. That is the end of Stagthorn, it will no longer be used. <laughs> well, it says right here when you come back from your eighth month of adventuring, you'll destroy it. Some people who run their kingdoms don't spend like nearly all their build points every month and um, just buy the cheapest buildings they can find. I, I can really see the appeal behind running it electronically on the Excel spreadsheet, where it just auto-calculates all this stuff for you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I certainly wouldn't say no to a computer program that calculates some bits of it. it um, well, you know, the spreadsheets are out there, it's just then we have to play yeah, with yeah. a laptop sitting here. Which you're probably not badly thinking on. Well, I've gotten used to calculating it myself anyway. I don't think any computer could represent the sheer beauty of my tiny kingdom. My tiny kingdom. It's very tiny. Okay. Um, that's the kingdom rules one. Okay, let me get up the word machine. Um, I've got a different one about the Swamp Witch. Yo, oh, that sounds exciting. Tell me about the Swamp Witch, other Swamp Witch rumour. Um... You've, the first one you've heard is that she consorts with demons, steals children, and boils them for stew in her magic cauldron. Yeah. Um, the second one you've heard is that she's she's friendly enough-ish if you call out to her before you enter her yard, but those foolish enough to trespass end up working for her as scarecrows. Right. And you recall that she had this sinister-looking scarecrow sitting outside, despite the fact there were no crops to protect. All right. Um, did we call out to her? I thought we did, but she was certainly yes, not friendly. Yes, and she, she leaned out the window and asked you who the hell you were and what you want, what you were doing there, and yelled yeah. at you a lot. Yeah, and basically told us to go away and get knotted. So it certainly doesn't seem the conception that she's friendly enough if you call out to her is quite accurate. But she didn't attack you or nothing. No. Anyway... Yes, friendly and it's still friendly is not the adjective I would have chosen. Um, so we'll go see Michaela, you know, um, Kel will mention he's thinking of, um, exploring again, having to explore down south, mm -hmm. and that, um, you know, he and Tristan didn't get on very far with the Swamp Witch, but that now that they've heard these rumours, they do, we do need, sort of need to know if there's some truth to them. nods without any personal without, without any personal knowledge of the woman at a guess I would say no uh, you 
not very much. We shouted at each other and she told us to go away and we said okay and went away. Uh, you did actually see her, though, didn't you? Yes, we did. Yes, and she she looks funny, like she's got green skin and pointed ears. Yeah. And and generally looks um, not particularly human, but it didn't really bother you because she actually looks vaguely half orcish. Yeah. Um. So Michaela will will you know listen to what you've got to say about it, um, nod along, and she says, without knowing the woman personally, I can't say with any certainty, but. At a guess, I would say that she probably has magical powers of some capacity. That doesn't make her harmful, however. Many people prefer to live away from society, and women who live women who live alone in the wilderness with magical powers will always draw rumour and hatred. It is the nature of society to fear that which it doesn't understand. I know, and I know this is treading on some delicate ground. Yes, <laughs> of course. Her mother was burned at the stake. As a witch. Yep, that's pretty much why I'm here. It's, um, but the thing is that, um, the people told stories about Broken's brother because he was a mad hermit, and he was poisoning people. Pretty much anyone who crossed his path. And I'm fairly certain most of the stuff in the cabin belonged to people he'd successfully murdered. The, I don't necessarily think she's guilty, particularly not of boiling children in a cauldron, which doesn't sound very likely. But I do need to know one way or the other. I'm perfectly happy um, to give her a privacy out there if she's not causing any trouble. Well, you did approach her the last time with Corwin Steel River, who is notable for many things, but neither his tact nor his ability to make a first impression. I was thinking we could go back in and try for a more tactful approach. I'm not very experienced. I mean, Bryn and I didn't really solve the problem of the hermit via figuring out that he was a bad guy. We merely figured out he was a bad guy when he tried to murder us. I'm hoping we can go for a more subtle approach, but I would like to actually get in. I would be most happy to go with you and meet her. If necessary, swords will solve this problem. I have no doubt in your capacities in that score, but I'm sure we can find a way to talk through it instead. Uh, that would be my preference. I don't want to get to the place... I mean, she's not exactly a citizen of the kingdom, but she's certainly enough of one that I don't want to um, mug and interrogate her. But at the same time, um, it takes a bit of diplomacy to... Um, there's ways to phrase a question, and have you murdered any babies is perhaps not the, the way to go about this. Um, and besides, it, she's one of two things. Either she's an evil doom-worshipping type that we need to take care of, or she's an odd-looking funny lady with weird magical powers that likes her privacy. And if she's the second one, then um, we want to make certain nobody gets it into their heads to um, give her any trouble. Maybe even put out a bit of word that she's to be left alone and the like. There's, pl- there's plenty of the green belt for everyone. Mm. And I was thinking, um, if we can get that sorted from that point on, we could move a bit further uh, the south and um, possibly take a look at the um, area east of Candlemere, which uh, there's a bit down there that we haven't poked around in. Certainly. So, um... This is going to mean swimming or boating, isn't it? There's a lot of water down there. (laughs) But, um... 
I don't desperately want to carry a boat all that way. We can, um, there's bound to be somewhere we can cross the river. Yeah, there's no startlingly convenient places, but yeah. I'm thinking we can... It's swimming. Yeah. There, there is actually a river point between Cattlemere and Tuscawater that you can swim. Yeah, that's going to be the plan. But McAllen, you know, swimming. Yeah, well, Carolyn's got a ring of swimming and several ranks in it. Now he can actually play lifeguard if she gets in trouble, but she's not. she can't be that, but she must have at least moderate strength to be wearing all that stuff. She's yeah. not... She could float if she yes. just took off all well, her armour. Although the armour check penalty is... Um, Negative twenty-eight to swim with the tower shield. Yes, but she's going to not. She's not going to wear her tower shield and her armor to wade into the water, is she? <laughs> I just wanted to express how bad a negative twenty-eight swim penalty is. Well, it, it's it's simplicity in a way. You know, your clear goal is to sink to the bottom and walk across the bottom because you have no other hope in hell of making this swim. Mm-hmm. All right, it's the golem solution. And um, now, could I have the exact total that we spent on Jod's resurrection spell? Because I'm subtracting 400 from that for the money we took from the kingdom, and the rest of it comes out of the party fund. Uh, you should be subtracting 4,000 or so. Sorry, 4,000, that's what I meant. The, the, the difference is um, quite significant. Yes, yes. Uh, Pine spells, raised dead. Uh, 6,125, so 2,125. Okay, so. 1, 3, 6, minus 2, 1, 2, 5. So, so still plenty in the party fund. That's one thing that's changed a lot since the um, early days of this. Uh, of, um, year two when um, Caelan mm-hmm. has to go and hop because he didn't have the money in his pants to pay no explorers mm-hmm. no ah uh, it feels good that that um, little prick's been murdered okay so that little prick gnome's been murdered and gnome slash kobold isn't out there anymore you are coming out of you are coming out of winter and a well into spring at this point when yep. you set out um, and so the weather is, you know, a bit overcast, a bit of light rain, but nothing to sweat. Um, and one, two, three, four, we'll make your way to the Swamp Witch Hex with no problem. Yep. Um, at which so do we know her name? Like, we've had several rumours about her. Does anyone know what her actual name is? No. Okay. She, like, it's presumably not the Swamp Witch. Yeah. But it could be. Depends yeah. where she's come from or what she is. Um, Alright, so... You come down here, and you see pretty much what you saw before. Um, there is a, a little swamp in this area with a hill rising up out of it. Um, it's got a sort of mud brick hut atop it um, with a wooden fence around it that's festooned with little fetishes made of sticks and feathers and bones and things. There is this somewhat sinister-looking scarecrow on a pole outside, despite the fact there's no crops or anything being grown around. Kellen activates detect magic. Is the scarecrow anything funny about that scarecrow? 
Uh, it is not inherently magical. Okay. But it, you, you will know, basically, if it's an actual creature, then it won't be inherently magical. Yeah. It's only if it's, um, like, got, got active spells on it, the yeah. thing, or active magic items. That's fine. That's the means that Kaelin's got, so he's using them. Um, there are lots of pings coming from within the hut, however. Yeah, I'm not particularly surprised. I think um, whatever else she is, she's clearly a caster. Right. And you move up to the edge of the fence, and then as you... Um, call out. did last time, call out. Hello, we've come to speak with you. There's a few moments pause, sort of bang at the window, and... Yes, what do you want? And this old cronish head comes poking its way. I'll show you the picture again if you don't remember it. Yep, Um, charming. (laughs) She looks vaguely elven um, with green, with sort of a very light greenish tint to her skin. She's the classic old crone woman, thinning white hair, teeth not quite pointed, but quite sharp and savage. She certainly looks like someone who could eat children in a fairy tale. Yep. And she looked at the window. Ah, you again. Didn't I get rid of you a few months back? Something like that, but we were hoping we could maybe talk this time. Yeah. We could talk out here if you prefer not to invite us in. But we'd like you to at least come a bit closer so we don't have to yell. Uh, at which point it will be diplomacy checks. Yep. For the win. Yes. Would you like to assist Michaela? Would you like to try and roll your own one? Um, I will assist Michaela. And I just make that. Okay. So I'll give her a 28. Ah, oh, good girl. Um, Michaela says, We're envoys from the King of Stagthorn. We mean you no... From the Kingdom of Stagthorn. We mean you no harm. We merely wish to come in and speak with you. You must have other travellers come through periodically. You're clearly not too surprised to see us. I suppose. And we know we value your privacy. We won't take up too much of your time. All right, all right, fine. Come in, come in. And she gestures out the window. um, And the little gate, which is just held shut by a basic latch, the latch goes flip, and the gate opens itself. Cool. And you go in, and your pa- the, the little path leading up there takes you directly in front of the scarecrow, which yep. just sits there looking at you. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's got kind of that portrait thing going on. Its eyes seem to follow you wherever you walk. Yeah. Um, and this lady is definitely powerful, creepy, but there's not actually a crime in her of itself. You come in, um, and the door will open, um, and on the other side you will see this old woman. Um, her hut looks pretty much like what you're expecting. Um, there is a big cast iron cauldron over in the corner. Yeah. Um, you've seen a little smoke coming out of the chimney. This is where it's coming from. There is something boiling and bubbling away on there. Is it by any chance puffing green smoke? Uh, very light blue smoke, in fact. Oh, okay. There don't appear to be any children floating in it or on hooks or in cages or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but there... And there was no discernible pause, so she didn't smuggle the children off into a different bit of the hut. Yeah, she's had, you know, maybe a minute for you yeah. to get up here style thing. Um, the room is heavy with a bunch of different things hanging from the ceiling. You, you'd recognise several different herbs and other bits and pieces. 
Um, but then there appear to be tails and, you know, little animal feet and that sort of thing. And you're pretty sure there's a jar of eyeballs tucked over there behind yeah. a bunch of books style thing. Yeah. Um, and well, come in, come in, don't let the cold in. So, we'll come in hastily and shut the door behind us. Yep. Um, she says, take a seat by the hat. I don't get many visitors, you know. And she sits down in the single old rocking chair and the two of you basically sit in front of the um, fireplace. Yep. It is nice and nice and warm and fairly pleasant in here. It's, it's weird, but there's nothing that uh, terribly alarms you in any fashion. Yeah. So, what can I do for you? Well, thank you for the, thank you very much for letting us in. My name's um, Kaelin Strong. Um, I'm um, King Up of in Stagthorn. This is one of my advisors, Lady Michaela Morak. <laughs> Kings and ladies, is that so? I don't lay claim to any such titles. They call me the Old Beldame. It's a pleased I am to meet you. And she will come over and give you a very um, light old woman's handshake. Yeah, and will give her... Get, I mean, Caelan doesn't grossly try and squeeze people's arms, but he will give her a particularly gentle one back. Because uh, she's old. Well, I can guess what you're about, then. I've heard of this stag thorn hacking your way out of the wilderness. Stories about the stag lord. Well... Got rid of him the first time. I don't know about the second time. I hear stories his ghost is still walking somewhere out there. <laughs> Could be just stories, though. I, I hear the same tales, but if he is out there, we'll lay him again. You're an adventuring type, then. I, I, um, I'm a mer- mercenary, by tra- mercenary by trade before I took up this kinging business. So you come seeking, come seeking aid, then? stories you hear are true, of course. I am a witch. Well, it depends what stories you've heard, really. She stares at you for a moment. I've heard some rumours, but I don't lay much stock in them. They, um, sounded like the sort of stories people make up about women who live by themselves. Yeah, she nods at this, but I, I can cast spells. If you need magical assistance, somebody smart to, somebody smart to sort out your kingdom's many problems, many, no doubt, no doubt in many problems. Yeah. Well, have you got anything um, that's good against trolls? I'll admit we're having a bit of a troll problem. Trolls. Trolls. <sighs> and yes, I am interested in buying from her. Money money frequently um, brightens people up. Well, fire and acid's the thing for, fire and acid's the thing for that. But I'm guessing you probably already know that. Mm-hmm. Nothing in particular. I have a few flasks of acid around, a few flasks of alchemist fire. Mm, nothing you couldn't get elsewhere. Uh, I don't suppose you're inclined to be magically gifted. I could make you a wand or something with some burning, with some spells of burning hands. In it. And I will glance over at Michaela in a slightly thoughtful air. Is that something you could use? Uh, Michaela nods. That that could be useful. Uh, a bit quite exp- a bit quite expensive if you a bit quite expensive if you put any effic- casting efficacy behind the flames. Ah yes yes, 
you know, this young woman knows what she's talking about. And she goes into a rant because, of course, you know, you can buy a cheap, nasty first level one that does a D4 of fire damage, or you yeah. can buy the good one that does 5D4, but it's vastly more expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she will start talking to you at, yep. at length at this point. You have made your way in. Yeah. Um, and will offer you some tea and that sort of thing. Whether you want to drink it is up to you, given I what happened the last time. I, no, Kalen will talk to you. This is one of the things that having a high fortitude save is for. Kalen will drink the tea. Okay, can you give me a fortitude save? Yep. Uh, 20. Haha, <laughs> the Kalen that 20s first. Okay. Um, it is actually, you know, reasonably good. It yep. tastes like tea. It doesn't have anything particularly uncomfortable floating in it. Yeah. Is it possible you just made the fortitude save to get to work our nerves? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> um, and she will basically ask you um, a string of questions. I don't get many visitors. I don't get many visitors here. Uh, not that I particularly want. Not that I particularly want them. But young people need to be young people. I think need some wisdom and guidance in their life. Need to be told what to do by somebody who has been there and seen it. One of our count, I'm sure one of our counselors is um, a midwife, and by trade would agree with you. She's big on the, the wisdom of age. Oh, perhaps I should get to know. Perhaps I should get to know the young woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she will start asking you questions about. Um, she she already has a pretty good idea of where Stagthorn is, but about yeah. you know what you're generally up to, what's happening there, yeah. catching up on. She she is basically up to date with what was happening in her kingdom as of about several months ago. So yeah. this is the first visit she's had in a while from someone knowledgeable. Yeah. So yeah, we'll talk to her quite happily about what's been going on and the like. Um and she in turn will say to you, So, you're exploring you're exploring the green belt then. I uh, I could tell you a thing or two about it. That would be very helpful. And she tells you a thing or two about it. Um, Guess how much of this you already know. If it's all of it, Kalen is not going to necessarily let on about that because um, he wants to um, try and make a good impression. So she will warn you that there um, was a man out there that she never let near her hut who was a a crazy old hermit. Yep, gotcha. um, Who had a propensity to murder travellers in his sleep. Um, to stop the voices. Yeah, of course, because she's really close to she's really close to Bokken's brother. Yep. Yep. Uh, she will warn you that you should never go to Candlemere, that it is an unclean and unholy place. Yeah. Um, no matter what you hear, it's just not worth doing. Yeah. Um, she will warn you that there are a tribe of lizard folk to the west of her. Yeah. Um, she has gotten. Um, she she used to get along with them. But things have changed over the last year or so with this Hagrolka fellow moving in. Yeah. Um, she has heard of some place called the Lonely Barrow and can give you a very vague idea, you know, where-ish it is. Yeah. But not surprisingly. Um, and I assume at this point you lead back and tell her, ah, oh, yes, we went there and found, you know, vaguely blah and yeah. so forth. Um, so she can provide you with arcane spell casting. She can um, craft magical items for you if you so desire. Wow, cool! Um, and as you tell her about the various things, ah, finally somebody with a bit of, somebody with a bit of competence. I wouldn't believe some of the people that come through here. 
poor things. Their bones are probably still out there somewhere. But it sounds like you actually have some idea what you're doing. If that's the case, then somewhere in here I have a job for you. Ooh, cyclist. I know. Heaven knows where it is. No rush, see. Next page, that's very helpful. Okay, so she will tell you. um, She says, Tell me, young man, what do you know about black rattle caps? Okay, can I... Is that going to be a knowledge nature check? Knowledge nature or survival. Ooh, or, um, alchemy things. Yeah. Michaela looks blank. Uh, woohoo. Uh, 22 on the survival check. Okay. Knowledge nature being pretty much a blank slate in Michaela's book. Knows lots about horses. Um... So, you know that they are um, a, t- a specific type of mushroom, um, called so because they have hard little balls of spores in them, and when you shake them, they rattle round. Um, they are a component, a, a spellcasting component in several sort of alchemical and spellcasting things, but they're um, comparatively hard to grow because they need a very heavily geothermic environment for them. Volcano-y type things. Or sw- uh, more um, Rotorua. Yeah, um, it's thermal springs. Thermal springs style thing for it. Um, and she nods and says, Ha! Finally! A young, man who knows, a young man who knows what he's talking about. As everyone in your kingdom is bright as you, most of the people that come, most, most of the people that come through here seeking an alchemist or a herbalist couldn't pick a mushroom out from a flax burn. Hmm? Hmm? Let me just, I've got a cool idea. Let me just take a look at something. Cool. Um, I'm eyeing up the um, alchemist building. Yeah. If, um, you know... I wind up building an alchemist. Yes, yeah. she is indeed both an alchemist and an herbalist yeah. by trade. Um, and can you actually give me a knowledge nature check as you were in here with her? Okay, uh, so, so I do I think I can't plus that. Uh, seven. <laughs> okay. Um, if you, you, you're quite confident she's not a half orc? But there's clearly something wrong with her, like the the tint to her skin, the the weird ears. Well, wrong with her, or just she's got some weird blood that is. She's got human. some some weird blood thing. Wrong, yeah. wrong with her in the sense that she is clearly not a normal Under. human. Yeah, she's nor, not. Is, nor is she a half orc, nor anything you can really identify. Yeah, she, she's she's a crossbreed of some kind, but I'm scarcely one to point stones. Yeah, throw stones, I guess. Black rattle caps. Yes, yes, that's the one, young man. I could use, I could use several, I could use several of them. Frankly, as many of them as you can bring me, and I can tell you right where to find them too. Oh. 
take it you haven't I take it you haven't been east far far east just east of here. Uh no. No. The um we've explored all the way along here except for that bit. So that would be E nine. Uh, that is exactly the one hex we haven't explored on E. Yep, and in about the middle of that. Yep. Um, she says, you, "If you go there, and man, you'll find uh, you'll find between several hills, one of them pointed and hooked like my nose. Not quite with the big wart on it, though. Uh, you'll find there's a pool of bubbling mud in there, geothermic. Mm. Be careful, though. It's it's very foul. Only those who are strong of stomach can actually even bear to be in there." There's a lot of black rattle caps in there, and I'd pay handsomely to have any bought to me. Of course, you might ask why an old woman like myself doesn't just go out and collect them. It's never that easy, is it? There's a creature living there, some sort of plant monster. Right. I need someone younger and more foolish, more inclined to take gold the rest of their life. Aye, that's me. <laughs> thing I find is the older you get the more you the more you cling to what you've got left. Whereas you young people, the price of oh a hundred gold a rattle cap are willing to charge into this sort of thing. Sounds good to me. <laughs> no, I'd be happy to do that. It can't be any harder than picking those uh drafted uh fangberries. Um. The plants themselves don't bite, right? It's just the plant monster. Yeah. She describes some sort of um, moving creature with mushrooms growing all over it with a great moor and that sort of thing. Um, she clearly identifies it as being a plant monster but doesn't know what it is. Yeah. You're welcome to roll your own knowledge and nature check if you so desire. Yeah, I, ca- I can't imagine I will... Um... Oh, on the other hand, 20. Yeah. I, I, that is untrained. Yep. Uh, I don't really get very basic information, but... Um, Definitely sounds like a plant monster with a bite and tentacles and and quite large and a huge size. Right. So it's probably reasonably dangerous. Yep. Good to know. And at that, you will know basically the standard things of plants. Um, they're they're immune to sneak attack, fucking yep. critical hits, rah, 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 rah. Yep. Sleep, a bunch of other crap that you can't do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. And she gives you a side quest. Yeah. Huzzah. Like side quests. Alright. So, um, after we have had this conversation, Kaylin will, um, agree that if he's in the vicinity, he'll have a crack at retrieving the black rattle caps. Yeah. Um, and Michaela will sort of lean over to you, um, quietly as she's sipping her tea and, and whisper to you. If she's lying, she's, if she's lying, she's very good at it. It, from what I can tell, she appears to just be a woman who, with a very strange, with a very strange coloration, who is perhaps a little too honest for her own good. If anything, I think she's quite lonely out here. Carolyn will not get that. Was my impression. Say, so, um, now it seems to me you are doing fine out here, and um. I, if there's um so the, but there's a couple of things. The first is that if anyone does give you any trouble, that her grolker or um if um people are stopping by and making trouble for you, I'd take it as a kindness if you'd let us know and we'll um try and knock it off. The other one is um 
at some stage we may be sitting up in town um, a herbalist's or an alchemist's shop in our um, well it's a bit getting to be a city Elkcrest's up north and I was wondering if you'd be interested in the position I know it'd mean um, coming away from all this and um, living where there's more she actively snirks at that one you mean the swamp well you know you built it yourself but um, it's a and it mean, mean being around a few more people than that but you were saying yes um, there's folks that could benefit from your knowledge and I reckon that's true it's it's not the sort of thing I'd consider but I hear your kingdom's remarkably friendly to odd folk fey and kobolds and the like it's um not my place to be casting stones and um Caelan will um you know, kind of scratch, just you know, less than yes. you know, gesture vaguely in the direction of his orcs too, from what I hear. <laughs> well, full-blooded orcs aren't much interested in the community in that, but folks like me are more than welcome. And um, if I can make the lizard folk and us go off on the wrong foot, but I would like to um, try and make peace with them if I can. Not certain first upon see if it didn't go well, but sometimes these things can be mended. Anyway, just give it some thought. We're um, not necessarily got the money to build the shop as yet in any case, but um, I'm thinking you'd be a good, good pick for it if it appealed to you when we get it built. Well, I don't plan to go anywhere, young man. And I can assure you if a troll army comes knocking at my door, I'll be running out the back door so fast you won't, so fast you won't see me. <laughs> That's good. Uh, and yes, you finish, you know, having yeah. tea with yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah, spend some time hanging out. Yep. And um yeah, um get a price on that um wand of burning hands. Yep. It is um whatever it is. Yeah. I um haven't actually looked at what a wand of burning hands normally runs to. Uh so the cheap nasty one D four one runs to seven hundred and fifty gold. Um, which, you know, it generates fire and it generates fire easily and conveniently, but yep. it doesn't um, do much. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, 3,750 gold for a fifth level one. Alright, what about something a bit more in the middle? Uh, 2,250 gold for a third level one, 3d4. Three 3d4 fire cone, reflex save, half damage. That actually sounds like something I could go for. Um, the hat Michaela having the opportunity to do, I would be beyond um, buying a one out of the party fund if it's not something that appeals to it personally with her um, current tremendous poverty. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but um, she's the closest we've got to an arcane caster, and trolls aren't the only thing that's vulnerable to fire. Yeah, uh, she has nothing of the sort. She has a wand of magic missile for weird shit that needs magic missiling. This would just be an addition to her arsenal style of thing. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, if you want to buy it out of the party fund for her, you can. Yep. I do, in fact. 
because of the capacity Caitlin wants her to have as opposed to Big, and, and the reason it's expensive is because basically that's a 50 charge wand because yeah, you yeah. can't make anything smaller The so um, 2,250? yeah the other one you can do is if you want something cheaper you could just buy several scrolls of it yeah which would give you substantively less uses yeah it's all much of a muchness to Michaela in terms of um, using the things yeah yeah, well, certainly 50 charges is a lot of burning hands. I mean, realistically, we'll have out-leveled that at some point yeah. on before she's used that up. Yeah, it's it's a lot of burning hands. Yeah, but on the other hand, what's a third-level scroll of it run you to? Uh, let's find out together. It's an adventure in math. <coughs> um. Oh, God, you're going to make me look up the scroll creation rules. You should feel bad. It's not just the um, regular old scroll rules? Well, it's not a third level spell. It's a first level oh, spell right. cast by a third level caster. Yeah, okay, I feel bad. Um, Pass me the calculator. Yes. But only in a way that makes it as difficult as possible for you. Right, you're stupid. So those would be 75 gold apiece. Wow, really? Yeah, so you can get like 10 of them for 750. Sweet! Sounds perfect. Okay. Generally speaking, I've adapted to a less cast to heavy party, but I'm really noticing the absence of, you know, fire. And <laughs> Mikhail um, is kind of my utility. And Corwin's, you know, not a, a, a water therapy. Yeah, yeah. Or a fire one. Okay. Yep, that's all good. 
So I figure we will probably place an order to pick those up later. I don't imagine it's the sort of thing she has on hand. Yeah, no, no. It will take her um, a couple of days to craft them all. So we'll essentially pick them up on the way back through. Yeah, no problem. But um, we probably pay her half in advance so she knows we're um, serious customers. Yeah. Style of thing. Yeah. Give her some fun. Yes, I've already put I've already put them on the um on Michaela's list. But yeah. she won't use them in the plant fight. Yeah, that's the idea. Alright. So um yes, after you know, we'll say a pleasant goodbye to the young lady and um after leaving the hut say so I don't think there's um anything that um bring her where there's a few more people won't mean there. Let people see that she's um, just an old lady, just an old lady with some odd manners and some clever tricks. I'm sure there will be some rumours and conversation, uh, particularly if you're looking at adding her to our council at any point. That one might be. I, I've probably got an um, old woman, to, although she's very polite. But I've probably got enough um, old woman telling me what I should be doing on the council, well supplied with the very Nesca. She raises her eyebrows at you. I see an old woman. But, um, certainly, um, I think, um... Yes, although if you're running on the assumption she's an elf, she's quite certainly older than you. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and not only older, but substantially older. The, well, and specifically Goody Niskin, no one else. Hmm. You have to admit, she's the only one that tells me what I'm doing wrong all the time. Doubtlessly, Bryn is highly impressed by your uh, debonair wit and charm and your capacity to speak to women with such a honeyed tongue. <laughs> All right, yes, fair enough. <laughs> Although perhaps with Bryn, it's... In any event. <laughs> I don't think... Um, I think um, I'd be a lonely, lonely man if I was relying on my... Ch- if I was relying on charm alone. But... Um, that aside, um, I, I quite like her. She, um, she's, um, she seems like she's got a bit of character to her. I think um, if we can if we can swing it, being with his people, would do, I think would do uh, her some good. And um, I think her, I think people would lose the notion that she's um, out here eating children if they could actually see her someplace with other people. Over time, certainly. I'm not saying it'd necessarily be an easy transition, but I think she'd be a lot safer, which would... I, I have no opposition. I have noticed that you prefer people who speak their mind openly. It's an advantage to those of us who weren't born with a... Um, as good a pick up on... Picking up on when other people are being sneaky and the like. So... Feel like going and killing a giant plant beastie? Uh, with as much as I ever have, I suppose. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't have it doesn't have to be. Um, I can um, we can go elsewhere. Although I should point out, if we go to the south, they're pretty sure there's a giant down there. So, um, yes, giants are humanoids. <laughs> I can stabs them. <laughs> Oh, right, it's an uncritical opponent. I can't remember what plants do. Give me a second. I keep forgetting she's a rogue as well. I suspect that she actually really badly doesn't want to fight a plant. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. 
Okay, no, they're not immune to negative energy. Sweet. Um, they're merely immune to crits and sneak attack. Yep. Okay. That's that's better. Yep. Be- being immune to negative energy and sneak attack is kind of a whole bag of tricks. Yeah, yeah, can't argue with it. Well, to be honest, you know, um, if I was doing this a munchkin way, I'd want to wait until um, Kaelin picks up another level and the ability to smite plants. Mm-hmm. But Kaelin doesn't know he's going to um, become a knight of thorns at next level. Well, actually, given the way it was explained to you... Yes, I know I'll pick up the ability at some point if I keep training my skills, but I don't know when that'll be. Yeah, true. Anyway, um, mind you, um, if Michaela's particularly unkeen on this fight, what we could do is just bypass the Hex and go poke the um, extreme southeast. Mm-hmm. And I could come back with um, someone else. Uh, she's not wild about it, but nor is she strongly opposed. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, me and Corwin are traditionally the big monster bashing team, so mm-hmm. if she wants to leave it be, I'm happy to. As I say, sneak um, around the top. Not not um, wildly enthusiastic, but she's never wildly enthusiastic about going to kill things. Yeah, I think um, on the whole, I'll leave it be. And um, she's done. A, she's done exactly what I wanted her to do with the swamp witch, which has mm-hmm. um, charmed her. And um, all right, yeah. So what we'll do is we'll go. We'll go across the river. And um, round the top of um, E9 instead of particularly through the hex. And um, go have a poke of F10. F10. It's under a... Um, yep. The, the hex that's missing pieces and the yep. howl of the north wind there. Okay, so you're going to go explore around there? Yep. Okay, would you pass me your map? It's got um, complex river systems in it. Yep. Easier for me to draw than try and tell you. Um... hills terrain uh, presumably you're going to just go in and start exploring it yep um, it is hilly terrain um, and when you go in um, you find that there is a triple intersection of, of three different rivers all coming into it yep um Forming into a little lake there, it's, it's not significantly large. Yeah. Um, what you will find, however, um, is that there is a sort of partially collapsed, rotting wooden building out there mm. um, on the edge of the bank um, facing your side. Uh, okay. And can you give me knowledge architecture and, and engineering? Yay! My knowledge, architecture, and engineering. Hmm. Pretty much having since it let me build a catapult. That was poor. However, it's only a fifteen. Okay. Um, 
So, you're not sure about what sort of um, condition this is in. Yeah. Um, it is It is clearly rotten in bits. Bits have collapsed in things. Um, when you go in and poke around the building, it looks like it has been occupied at various points um, by any number of things, um, but there's nothing presently in it. Um, what you think it is is an abandoned ferry station. Ah, right. So somebody used to... Um, like at, um, like at Nichols? Uh, actually on a much bigger scale. Right. Like at some point there were big barges coming out of here. And indeed you will actually find you know several huge rafts, a bit with holes in them and that sort of thing. Um, so you're not sure how good a condition this is in, but you think there was a pier here. Oh, neat. As in the kingdom building. Yes. So um, I I don't know at this stage if it would be repairable. Uh, it, it, you you think it is at least a ruined pier, right? So it's that that's the repairable after cost style of thing. Neat. Okay, I'll just note that down. But yeah, this is this is not a little building. This is basically a warehouse style cool. of thing. Okay, so we'll go have a poke around. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. You conclude that several several bands of creatures have spent the night here, yeah. possibly weeks at several points, but there's currently nothing in it. Yeah. Um, that it's a bit rotten and a bit run down, but in perfectly serviceable nick, you probably actually spend the night here yourself, yeah. given it's comparatively safe and dry. Cool. Um, and there are indeed, um, with your engineering, there are sufficient... Um, rafts around that you could strap two of them together and cross the rivers, no problem if you were so inclined. Cool. You know, it's it's crap compared to a boat, but it's yeah. like it's what you've got while you're standing here. Sweet. And it's not like they're serving any purpose at present. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Yeah. That is what you find. You may mark the hexes explored. Okay, cool. That's 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 it. It's got up here. Yep. Cool. Alright, um wanna go um East um, into um, F10. Into F10, yep. Uh, which side of the... So at this point, there is a river going across the upper bit that connects yep. the two of them together, unsurprisingly. Um, which side of it do you want to go past? Lower side or upper side? Um, we'll be on the lower side because we'll explore the hex from the top, wound yep. up on the lower one, we're not crossing the river more than we can help. Yep. So you can... Um, uh, connect the two rivers up if you're yep. so inclined. I presumed sure that was what um, that was how that worked. As that river flows as oh sorry north. east you said not west. Uh, yes, but that connect. I, I've got two rivers I'm connecting up. So east is towards Varnhold this way. Yep. F ten. Yep. Yep. It's yeah. They've both got rivers that connect up. Unsurprisingly. Oh right. Okay. No, I don't know about the river. Oh yes, I see. Yep. 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 The one through that. Yes. No, I see. Yes, that's quite true, but I meant the... Um, okay, so the river to the east meanders through the middle of the hex and then curves up, basically. Yeah, that's what I thought it did. Okay, and exploring the lower half of this, um, you find more hills. Cool. Yep, definitely a theme in this southern area. And... Then you're going to cross the river and do the top half as well? Yep, that's the plan. Let's see what the thing there is. So it would have been four days. 
I'll slow down. So let's call it five. But then we had two days of hills exploration and had another day of hills exploration. Okay. Uh, can you give me a spot check? Okay. Oh, sorry, search. Search. Ah, poop. Myself. Uh, that would be a four. Okay. Um, you explore around through this hex. Um, and you find basically more hills curving up around the other side. Yep. And we find nothing else? You find nothing. Crap. So, um, obviously Caelan doesn't realise he missed something. Yep. Um, from a meta standpoint, um, like, can he get leads on this as a later point as we expand southwards style of thing? Uh, if you find some reason to believe there's a thing here that you've missed, then you, then you come back and look for it again. Sweet, so if I you pick know, up when like you, a... When you hear a rumour that there's a sunken pirate ship at the bottom of that yeah. river style of thing, you didn't see it when you went past, but when you hear that you go back and look for it again. Sweet. At which point you're entitled to, depending on what you know, either more checks or just you find it. Yeah. Now, the, the Lonely Barrow is pretty much in the same basket. You could just go straight past it yeah, I unless you had some idea it was there. To the best of my knowledge, I haven't missed any of those up until this point. Because the Lonely I'm... Barrow had um, a reasonably high DC to just find it. Yeah. Whereas if you've got an idea it's there, the DC is lower. If you know exactly where it is, the DC is non-existent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Where to next? Uh, just keeping going um, into um, G10. Yep. And you explore it and find it is an empty hill hex. Oh, okay. Just explored? Yep. Okay. Keller and I explore some hills. Alright, and... Dun, 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 I want to head down into G11. The unexplored region. Dun, dun. Alright. Uh, where you find. Um, so, th- this is pretty much bordering on Mivern at the bottom of this. Yep. Um, it, that's it, like you're free to wander through and even into Mivern. No yeah, one's yeah. going to stop you. Yeah. Or, or even care for that matter. Um, when you explore down through this one, you will find this is completely blank hills. Yep. No hill, just, just hills, no rivers, no nothing. Etc. Etc. Yes, of course, because now we're heading into the border with another kingdom. There's going to be less stuff in this sort of very southern area. Generally speaking, you would expect um, if there are very obvious monsters wandering around, Mivon would presumably do something about them. There, there might be. If there's more hidden stuff, it's a different, different thing. thing. If there's ruins, Mivon might or might not have done anything about them. Yeah, yeah. So there, there, it's not. It's going to be absolutely nothing. But we're certainly. Um, which isn't necessarily the bad the bad thing because we can get a lot of it's not necessarily bad to have some nice uneventful territory. Mm-hmm. Okay, and keeping going. Okay. Into F eleven. Also hills. Yep. Um, in this one, you will find um, in in a in a sort of sunken cave. Um, Sunken into the earth, not sunken into water. Right. Thank you for explaining that. Um, you will find um, 
Oh, no, my apologies, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. That's the next one. Yeah, no, that's uh, you right. find hills again. Yep, so this is another just hills hex. Yep. Yep, and we will poke yeah, in... Might as well go and do the next one now and yeah. start telling you. Yeah, yeah, well also, um, that's about as far as we were going to go yeah. as well. In the next one, the river flows down and off the bottom of the map into Mivon. Um, straight down south? Or does it flow into the bot- the straight bottom? Or pretty, it- pretty straight down, yeah. Sweet, okay. Let's make that so. Um, and this is hills yeah. also? Hills as well. Yep. And here in a sunken cave... Yep. Um... You will find that um, you 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 go in poking on the cave, and what you find is this gigantic, multi-headed creature um, that you will recognise as being Hydra, the mythological sort of monster. Um, it has been decapitated multiple, multiple, multiple times, and is yep. very, very dead. Um, in fact, at this point, you're pretty much looking at a skeleton rather yep. than an actual fleshy creature. Um, looking at the various knocks and things on it, you would say there has been a pretty fierce battle here. Um, your guess would be by somebody wielding an orcish double axe. Like, say, a certain... Um, who, which would fit, um, what was his name? The badass warden da- guy Damon, from, um, from the badass half warden guy yeah, da- from Damon Juss or something like that, yeah. the, the warden of Mivon. Yeah. Um, who, among other things, has told you he's been up through this area yeah, yeah. killing monsters, so... Yes, your your guess would be he's been up here. He probably hasn't done it single-handedly. Yeah. It looks like there's, there's a, a sign of a decent battle here. Uh, it wouldn't be a surprise if he scouted out, worked out where it was, and then came back with some boys to um, yeah. distract it while he hacked its heads off. And then you cross the river, explore the other side, but there is pretty much a hydra lair in here. Cool. So is, um, um, roughly, we, what, roughly where's the hydra lair? Uh, eastern side of the river, about midway down. Very cool. Okay, and I explore that hex? Yep, you do indeed. Okay. And that is about a month's worth of exploration. Yep. And um, at this point, I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Oh, no, hang on, I didn't explore the dragon. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight hexes unexplored. Yep. And the rest is all found out about stuff. Yep. That is exciting. Mm-hmm. And yes, we'll come back north. Okay. Uh, presumably going around the hexes you haven't been through? Yeah, uh, we'll basically retrace steps oh, yeah. uh, back round to the swamp where you pick up the Kaelor Scrolls. You return north. You pick up the scrolls, no problem. Yep. It's been sufficiently several days. Alright. And you return to Stackville. I'm filled with curiosity about the sinister secrets you're writing on the map there. Who knows? <laughs> okay, um, at this time I could use a assistant with a bit of math. How yep. many months is it now until um, I have to get married? Uh, Caitlin must be married to a prince. One, two, three, four, five months. Counting this one. Right, so four more months. Yep. Okay, sweet. So there's still a bit of time. There we are. I'll put a um, terrifying exclamation, terrifying countdown on the calendar. 
okay, Caitlin's less worried about this now that he's got someone he wants to marry who he thinks probably wants to marry him, but, you know, there's still the actual terrifying proposing bit to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And what do you want to do here? Do you want to call session, or do um, you go? I'd be happy to play for 15 more minutes, and then I want to leave it be. By all means. At this point, we'd be having another kingdom turn. Yep. And it's and there's something Caleb wants to pursue subsequent to that, which isn't exactly adventuring. Yep. Um, it's up to you if it's worth. Yep. Perfectly comfortable with that. Cool. Okay. So we move into the next kingdom. Too. Yeah. So um, if nothing particularly startling happens, Caleb will trigger his master yeah, plan. When you come back, um, the kingdom is not on fire. It hasn't been overrun by trolls. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you put yeah. on your best surprise first. Yeah. I would um. You know, wait on the... Well, um, you, you've come back several times now to find the horrible problem happened in your absence. Actually, plenty of times I've come back and horrible problem hasn't in my, happened in my yeah, absence. Yeah, it's but... the actual Havlin Kingdom turns that I'm getting... That's the part that I'm getting jumpy about. It's like, you know, right now things seem quiet so I can do shit, but I'm going to wait on that assessment until I have a Kingdom turn. If I have a turn. Kingdom turn, then someone else will die. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes werewolves attack or whatever. It's not always... <laughs> Although, admittedly, that's people dying as well. <laughs> Yes, you're having kingdom turns and making the adventure go forward is killing your civilians. <laughs> yes, well, I suppose the, um, unless I'm going for the creepy overrun plan, um, causing time not to pass is probably not the solution. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Alright, starting a kingdom turn. Yep, roll stability. Okay, thank you for coming back, John. I live. Oh, and that 20th. That doesn't give me anything special, does it? Yeah, it gives you a pass. Yeah. Uh, it gives you an automatic pass, even if you would otherwise fail. Yep. Although the thing is, at the point where you're failing on 20s on the dice, your kingdom is so screwed it's yep. not money. I think people are probably still unhappy about the whole spending money to raise thing, because that seems like a longer-term grudge. But at this yep. point, everyone's remembered that they have no one job for years, yep. and, you know, whatever he may have done in the past, he's still basically just the guy they know. Decrease your unrest by one? Yep, I have done so. It's down to two. Pay consumption? Yep, so that's minus five. Um, fill vacant magic item slots? Yep, so um, they're all empty. Okay. So. Two temple slots, one. Um, I believe you have magic shop capital for this now. What's your. Um, uh, let me find cost, um, Alex's cost. Uh, 5,500. Yep. Um, a fully charged wand of shatter. Ooh. Worth four and a half thousand gold. That's very cool. Uh, a potion of dark vision. Nice. Possibly not super useful. And a potion of enlarged person. Hmm. Interesting. Those all sound kind of useful. Um, I'm happy to just um, let them... I don't know if anyone um, expresses interest in them at this stage. I think... Uh, Bryn will hook the Potion of Dark Vision if no one else cares for it. Yep, sounds good. Giving her two of them. Yep. It's quite useful if you as a stealth monkey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as to the rest... Um, no one's no one cares. The wand of shatter is way too expensive for what it is. Yeah. Um, 
even at half price. And the portion of a large person, the people that want them have them, and the people who don't, don't. Yeah. All right. Um, what I'm going to do is just leave those be for the time being and um, clear them out at a later stage. By all means. More uh, fine rest. Uh, assign leadership. Hmm. Yep, no, we're all fine. We're not. Oh. Clan abandoned hexes, build terrain, build settlements, build armies, build, build buildings, build monkeys. Yep. Yep. And I think it's this I think it's about this time. Yep. Um we're gonna build a jail. Awesome. In Alex's Rest. Jail. Throw me the um red pen of jail recording. Can I have a squizzy Alex Rest for Yep. Uh, yes, your brewery and your Hodag training metal lay down the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Far, far away from everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put the jail next to it. That's the plan. Ah! Awesome. So the um, the Hodag training pits on the border, right? The jail's on the inside hex. They can get out, they just, if they say, the quickest route to leaving town is through the Hodag lair. Somewhere in there, there's a one shot waiting to happen. <laughs> The prisoners try and flee from the Hodag. Stagthorn is not the... Uh, Stagthorn is tough on crime. Uh, is a jail particularly gigantic? No, it is not. That's easy. Sweet. Okay, so your jail. Yes. Um, you now have a structure for housing criminals. It's fantastic. We move them all out of Fur's house and into the jail. Um, then we rejig first house so it doesn't look like a jail anymore. You gain loyalty plus two. Oh, sweet. Uh, hang on. Um, let me find my bit of paper and I'll record this and then I'll change the stats. Cool. Stability plus two. Oh, nice. And unrest minus two. Oh, sweet. Yes, I thought there might be an improvement. That's a remarkably powerful building, although, of course, it was moderately expensive. Um Moreover, yep. now that you have built it, um, you will find that um, one of the best places to find guards for it, unsurprisingly, um, is the garrison that you've built in Thornwatch. Yeah. Um, recruiting a bunch of, um, you know, some of the soldiers that don't necessarily want to be soldiers or looking for alternatives or whatever yeah. is basically where you get your guard pull from. Uh, from this, you learn one of the abilities that a garrison gives you. Ah. Uh, it halves the cost of a jail in the same city. Ah, okay. Good to know. Huh? Shall note that now. Which would have been useful had I put it in Alex Rest. Uh huh. Yep. I was watching where you put it originally. Yep. But now you know. Yep. That's alright, there was a reason I put it in um, Thor Watch. Mm-hmm. Largely that I planned to run. Um, Put a castle in Alcatraz eventually. At which point, I won't. I can house armies in that. Uh, are you doing any other buildings? Um, no, I am not. Okay. Uh, twill your money and collect taxes. Yep. So. Uh, hang on. Um, what I will do, however, is um, actually upgrade my kingdom stats. I'm excited about the unrest, but I would actually like the royals and stability bonuses. 
So yes, and I imagine I hear via good and scared that the citizens are relieved we're no longer housing our criminals in, you know, people's houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's indeed satisfied that there's finally somewhere to put these people. Yep. Wow, my stats kick ass. Yeah, okay, definitely time to start expanding the kingdom again. And all the other things that I'm doing with my money. <laughs> there. Economy check time. Last time of dice. You failed me, dice. Okay. It failed you slightly less. Yes, it failed me slightly less. Take this back up. To a mighty 15. Exactly. Money to burn. Mm-hmm. Not hideous, no. <laughs> Actually, expanding into hexes is pretty cheap, although what we might want to do is think about the army or save up for an alchemist shop or something. But in any case, yes, that is the that is all the normal stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering why you're putting all your dice away. Uh, I was just being a tidy kiwi. Okay, fair enough. You don't want to use dice for the next bit, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there me. is a kingdom event. Yes, of course there's a kingdom event. Hit me with it. Yeah, so... Hit me with your best shot. You will receive word. Yeah, I got that straight from Susan. It's from a soul. Yeah, I know, but um, Susan always sings it when she thinks people are going to do bad things to a character. You receive word in the middle of the day from your gold mine. Yep. That they have found an unusually rich vein. You're making this as dramatic as possible, but this is a positive event, aren't you? And that it is not guarded by anything, and that they are busily mining it up. They don't think it'll go awesomely deep, Sweet. but there is a temporary surplus of gold. Uh, can you roll a d4 and add that many build points to your Score! 13. This coincides with unusually rich happy? He does. <laughs> I told you there was gold in my pills. <laughs> Two build points. Yep. Two glorious build points. There are a few other bits and pieces as well. Yes. Uh, you will receive a formal letter um, couriered to you by basically... Um, it, it's essentially a, a, courier wa- a courier horse shows up with a couple of armed guards flanking him... Um, Bearing the royal coat of arms of Mimon. Yep. Uh, which which you're more than politically skilled enough to just recognise now. Yeah. Um, you take word from the messenger. It is an official sealed diplomatic communique for Mimon, uh from the hand of Queen Rastaline herself, style of thing. Blimey. Um, and when you crack it open, um, it is a report that Mivon has been raided by trolls. Um, just little raids on their sort of borders, on their, on some of their borders and that sort of thing, not full out army movements um she it tells you that um, you know at this point it would be premature to move an army into your um, sovereign territory and, and will quite distinctly not be doing so um, however you know, should this menace continue unabated um, there, there's some slight threatening political language in there, but generally on the whole it's very well-mannered. Um, among other things, she says that you know any, any individuals within your kingdom capable of taking action to halt this menace um, or actions of your kingdom themselves will be um, smiled upon by Mivon. You know, we would look favorably upon you and blah, blah, blah. Uh, essentially, you are getting 
it's not really a side quest here because it's something you'd be doing anyway um, but destroying the troll menace will now get you personally paid by Mivon Score. Um, for the bits you do as an adventurer and get your kingdom a bunch of build points as well Score. I shall Mivon destroy trolls please Mivon have, have literally basically offered you a bunch of favourable trade deals to do this, yep. which will come in the form of a bunch of build points. Score. And the last one you can... Yep. Hang on, let me just um, move on. Kill, please. Um, is another formal, another formal Kurifa from yeah. another king. Good lord, I'm clearly arriving as a king. Um, this one... I'm getting diplomatic correspondence. This one from Varnhold. Ah, okay. Um, and the messenger, you know, the messenger's just some guy, um, cracks open the scroll, rolls it out, um, and tells you that um, the Lord you know, his, his Majesty Van Thorn of Varnhold um, invites King Caelan's strong arm his dearest his in, invites King Caelan in, invites Caelan's strong arm his dearest fa- his dearest family slightly misplaced comma there um, <laughs> Tristan Lord Lord Tristan Thorn um, any of Caelan any, any of any of the High King's counsellors or anyone else he deems appropriate to his royal wedding next month. Ooh, shiny. Vaughn's getting married. Yes. Who's he getting married to? Jumundi Roll. Awesome. Good choice. Okay, I can't fault him on that one. She's been there like two months. <laughs> Maybe he made a deal with the Temple of Aristotle as well. Um, Wait a minute, did he? You don't, you have no idea. Uh-huh. Um, you were essentially formally invited, um, to this to to this wedding, uh, you personally are invited. Yeah. Um, in your stance as king. Yeah. Tristan is personally invited, um, both as the high magister, but more generally as Varn's actual brother. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually. Um, anyone else you want to take with you is invited as well. Generally speaking, the way these things work is you bring some people, but not all of them. So you're not just abandoning your kingdom. Uh, yeah, yeah. To, to the wolves as you do this. This this is essentially going to be next month's kingdom event, so you'll have another kingdom turn, and then this will happen. Awesome. Um, and Tristan will also receive a small personal communique, um, as will you, actually, um, both of it basically saying the same thing, uh, that he has unsurprisingly invited Lord Eldest Thorn to this, as well, this event as well. Yeah. He's just, you know, letting you know. Yeah, I'm towing Tristan to it anyway. His brother's getting married. <laughs> yes, so I think um, would like to do um, conversation with Tristram about that. Oh, y- yes, yes, I'm, I'm here. Um, wow, Vaughn's getting married. Oh, yes, tremendously exciting. Uh, I, I think this uh, Jamandi will probably suit him well. She struck me as, as being well qualified. Uh, She's beautiful, she's tough, she's clever, hard to argue with. And it makes me feel a little bitter about her poaching him, him poaching her for his kingdom as well. At least he's... Um, yes, yeah, so I presume we won't be getting her back again at this point. No, I think safe to say we've lost that one. But, um, you know, 
it's hard to argue with if he's valuing your talents that highly that it's fair enough. Well, it's it's nice to see that he's found, well, one assumes not love, but a partner. Aye, well, I mean, there's no saying it won't um, grow to be love in time. I would say he must respect her a lot to um, take her on so quickly. And, like, and I mean, um, her, letter to, her letter to me about him certainly said he was, um, you know, every bit as amazing as legend makes him out, as the stories about him make him out to be, which I'm not saying it's a romantic declaration per se, but certainly the beginnings of one. Oh, well, this, this really could be quite something to look forward to. I mean, there'll Get be... to see Varnholt. I mean, yes. I've, been, I've been dead curious about it. And they'll, and, and they'll presumably be, you know, a fabulous wedding, a, a royal ball, fancy dinners, that sort of thing. Oh. Well, we'll get to wear our finest clothing. Oh. I'm going to have to pick out something better, something new, something Barn hasn't seen me in before. Oh. You think there'll be, like, jousting and stuff? Maybe uh, something a bit more, you know... Varn was always military-minded. There'll probably be some sort of archaic dueling... Ceremonies or something. Oh, that sounds more like it. And maybe some drinking, like heavy drinking, some nice ales, not just all fancy wines. And not that wine's so bad. It's just, oh, I'm gonna stick out at this thing. Never mind. Never mind. Van's getting married. That's the important thing. Remember that that as well as our brother, we're going there to represent the king. As well as, well as supporting our brother, we're going there to represent our kingdom. We have yeah. to put our best foot forward. Yeah, yeah. That I'll, means finest clothes, Caleb. Yeah, yeah. I'll dig, out, I'll dig out the noble outfit from the closet. Well, you know, you could get a new one for the occasion if you felt so inclined. The one I've got's fine. I'll even wear the. I'll, I'll even dig the crown out from the um, backpack. It's now there in there somewhere. I'll get the seamstress to dye it up a little. <laughs> Hopefully, no one will notice. <laughs> well, I'm probably going to need to take. I'm probably going to take Bryn. So, um. That's going to be a conversation and a half. Ah, uh, yes. He, he thinks about how he's going to respond to the throne, then settles on snickering slightly. This is, you, you should introduce her to our father. Aye, that'll be a conversation and a half. I suppose I'd better warn her about him, too. So, are you all right about that part? Uh, I can't say I'm looking forward to it, but I'm well familiar with how to be socially polite with someone you don't want to speak to. It's been grilled into me for quite some years. Well, I, uh, maybe um, Tempers will have had time to cool and the like. I mean, he um, had just found out we had um, defied him the last time. Yes. I know that went pretty bad, and I know he was um, gave you a hard time about it than me, despite it being all my idea. But um, you know, it may be that he's thought better of it. I mean, I don't expect him to actually say he's thought better of it, but you know, it's been uh, almost three years since I've had any communication, more than a few terse letters to him. I think time enough to see if um, matters have mended somewhat, and. Worst comes to worst, you're your own man, whether or not he approves of you. You've made a life for yourself here that's going fine. I mean, the um, kingdom's a heck of a lot more... We may still be needing some work in the culture department, but the kingdom's a heck of a lot more cultured and intellectual than it would be without your influence. Yes, I'm sure that'll matter greatly to him. Well, it's what you bring to the table. I mean, I know... 
it's not the strong suit that he had in mind, but plenty of, plenty of fathers would be very proud to have someone as learned as you as a son. In all honesty, I... And you're a lot tougher than you were. Uh, yes. Of a sort. In, in all honesty, I, um... I think he'd actually take Bryn being presented to him rather well, all things considered. She's a little, uh, ignoble, but certainly more his type than anyone I could present. Ah, uh, you still haven't told me who it is that you've got your eye on. Nobody I can take to a wedding. I had that impression. Ah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, I'll have to take, um, we'll have to think on who we're going to take in the like, but it's next month, there's plenty of time to um, worry about it then. I'll dust off my fancy outfit and we'll see what we can come up with. It's going to be our first diplomatic envoy to another country. You're right, it had better be best foot forward. Pretty exciting though, fun hold. Can't wait. Well, we've got a month to prepare for it. Yep. <laughs> okay, so, um, yes, very excited about that. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of your Kingdom events for the turn. It's just a series of notes and invitations. Cool. All right, so Callum wants to do a scene with his council and then call it there. The council clips into the room. Yep. So, as you've all heard, we've um, got exciting news. Um, for, we've got exciting news from... Um, the East, in that um, Van Thorn's getting married to Juma Mandi, and we can um, send some invoices over to see them get married next month. So that's something to look forward to, it's a bit of brighter news than what we frequently have. On the less happy side, Mervon's getting um, raided by Rolker and they'd like us to, you know, cut his head off if that, if that are really his convenience. But we've got two armies down south and not one, and that's kind of a lot of armies so I think it's heading on time we come up with something to do with the lizard folk I'm not interested in a diplomat in trying to resolve matters diplomacy with diplomatically with Hagrolka, it was his idea to um, come and land on our borders and decide we were the bad guys and start inciting people against us and everything else he's done he um, picked this fight, not us and um, he's done a lot of things like enslaving folk that give me no kindness for him the lizard folk queen, on the other hand, we got off on bad terms with. She's got that sneaky little will of the wisp hanging around, pretending to be an ancestral spirit. I know we things kind of got ugly, and we had that um, wee battle and the like. But um, I didn't exactly cover myself with stars on the diplomacy front, and it seems to me there's some opportunities we have here to try again. I'd be very sorry if this came up. If this ended up with all the lizard folk killed or driven out of the kingdom. I think that would be a big loss. I don't see any reason. They couldn't be citizens down the road. So what I'd like to talk about is what we could offer them on a diplomatic front to um, earn their neutrality in the war. What I'm thinking of is that I don't think we should try and push them to become members of our kingdom in the short term. I think that would be too much of a transition for them. There's been a fair amount of blood spilled on both sides and they've no real trust for us. But if we offered them, say, a few years... They pull out of the, they pull out of their alliance with Hugrolka, but don't um, come in on our side, aid, and we offer them 
say we won't expand into the the hexes surrounding that territory for a few years, maybe five. Possibly we offer them some money in the short term, and we try and find a way to convince them that that um, thing they got floating down there is a will of the wisp and not an ancestral spirit. That's that's what I'm thinking. A small diplomatic party head on down there and try and get a formal meeting with the queen, you know, somewhere nice and out in public where she can have guards and that. It partly flagged the whole bit. I want to come up with something that the people will be comfortable with. I don't want to pay them too many bill points for trying to invade us and kidnapping a kid. But on the other hand, we did break into their village and dis- disrespect their ancestor spirit and kill a bunch of lizard folk. So, and it would do us a lot if we, it would do us a lot of good if we could march our army or armies if we recruit another one or hire some mercs down south and know the only thing we're going to have to fight along the way is trolls. After all, sort of yeah, grunts and mutters throughout the entirety of this speech. Yeah. None of it, none of it pleases him. Yeah. Um, but says, I, there's a certain something to be said for buying the, buying the lizards off, rather, rather than fighting them again. And in the long run, it's probably more expensive. It's probably less expensive than taking another army down. Than taking another army down there. I, I've, um, I'm not wild about um, taking our army off enemy territory, but. Um, down and into enemy territory which assault someone else's city the um trolls got the trolls were pretty tough out in the fields but they got taken to pretty uh, easily pieces pretty easily when they charged our defences it's going to be a tough fight and the last thing we need is another army coming up from behind to stab us in the back but if we go attack the lizards it's certain that um Hagrolf will marshal the trolls to support them and then we're in the same predicament can I have your um, list of counsellors to steer out of that one of Yes. Here you go. In there. Besides, I'm not that eager to have trolls as citizens, but um, there's nothing I've seen that um, suggests the lizard folk couldn't um, get the hang of the kingdom thing if they were given enough time to adapt. If we are interested in debating um, di- diplomatically, says Michaela, uh, there is always the possibility. There, there is always the possibility again. We've had communicate from Mivon of making an alliance with them. You think Mivon might be interested in coming in on our side against Togroka? I am sure they would require some. I'm sure they would require some manner of payment, likely in the form of, likely in the form of land. Several of the border strips, essentially hex the hex areas um, betwixt us and Mivon. There's not a lot... From what you and I have seen, there's not a lot down in some of it. It might not be such a bad trade. There's actually quite a lot of... There's quite a lot more land than we can use at this stage. It's just certainly something to consider. I I think that's a good suggestion. But um, I'm not averse to um, potentially doing both. Mm-hmm. The... Um, having... Um, I, I, I would like to have a, a good-sized force when we go in against Tegroka. Okay. Um, and yes, people are um, on board with with your plan of basically bribing. You'd effectively be bribing the lizard folk with build points rather than anything yeah, else. Yeah, that that was the plan. Um, and yeah, depending on what you want to do with them, you can basically set them up like you did the kobolds and actually make them their own kingdom that you acknowledge. Yeah, set it on this hex style of thing. Yeah, or you can have you know a. Um, 
a, a cessation of hostilities for a, a period of yeeh ye- years style of thing. What I'm looking for here is essentially um, a graduated process. Yeah. Like, rather than going for an abrupt, you know, because the kobolds didn't have any existing hostility for us, yeah. is the conception of if they want to be part of the kingdom now, they can. If they're kind of looking at us going, we think your humans are all up to no good with your eyes that are too close together in your absence of scales, um, they can sort of have, you know, five or ten years, we'll we'll stay away from them, they'll stay away from us, and then they can see if they want to one rethink matters. Yeah, it's certainly doable. Because, you know, the, again, it's not, I'm not necessarily, in this case we'd be saying that hex that you're in is, you know, effectively your hex. Sultan territory, yeah. Yeah. And we'll stay out of some border regions around it so we're not sort of growing directly into you. Yeah. You know, we're not promising not to expand in them to forever, just for a period of time to sort of um, let, a, let us get used to each other, build up some trust, yep. demonstrate that we're not coming down there to murder them all in their um, scaly beds style of thing. Yep. So that's what I've got as a conception. Mm-hmm. So um, Carolyn's basically going to propose this to the council because he wants to do that this month go down and um, endeavour to win the neutrality of the lizard folk. Yep. And do you want to do diplomatic contact with Nivon to make the ultimate proposal to them? In terms of... Because it, it, like, you wouldn't be going down to sea or anything, you'd just be sending a series of couriers and letters and things. But what do you mean by the alternative proposal? Uh, do you want to um, move forward with looking at allying with Nivon to take out the trolls? Uh, yes. As in, you know, because they'll they'll doubtlessly they'll undoubtedly want something off you because it's your problem, but it's also kind of their problem, so they'd be vaguely interested in it. It's a question of what their price is, whether you're willing to pay it. Yeah, well, I think and the whether o- you want to even put that into consideration. I, I think the only thing we um, have to, um, uh, uh, the, I think the only thing we have to, the only way to tell if it's a deal we're willing to make is to find out what their price is. Yeah. So. Um, We'll send a, le- a formal diplomatic envoy letter back to move on, yeah. saying essentially, um, you know, have received your ser- communique, understand your concerns, trolls a considerable threat, planning to a- a mount attack in the near future. Yeah. Um, are you interested in participating in yeah. this project? Yeah. And yes, they will. Um, this this will go back and forward with several yeah. letters and propositions and things. Um, the two proposals they float to you are. Um, you know, recognizing that you have a surplus of land to the south and no intention to, you know, no no intention to expand their style of thing, which they're um, uh, leaping to the conclusion rather than yeah. basing off any actual fact style of thing. Yeah. Um, essentially, they will offer you two deals. Yep. Um, you can. Can I get a bit of note paper? Um, I, I this is getting a bit specific for the um, generic kingdom building thing. Uh, let me just grab a pad. This down for next session. Yep. So the first deal is. Um, so the first deal is that um, they will essentially take row eleven. Right. So all the hexes across there. Yep. Um, and will still pay off on their. Um, their, their quest style thing, they'll still yep. give your kingdom build points and all that sort of thing. Um, in response to that, um, they will field you an army. 
um, without cost to you, essentially, because they'll field Mivon, some of Mivon's army to come yep. the south. Um, and they will contribute to your army. As in, they, they won't functionally give you build points so much as pay some of your bills, yep. which did more or less amounts to them giving you build points. Cool. Um, That's a pretty good deal, but row 11 is an expensive price for it. Um, they will take um, A through D, so four hexes rather than seven, yeah. um, for the same and take their offer of support, of, of private support off the table entirely, so essentially the quest reward goes away. Yeah. No quest reward. Yep. Um, or they will take um, just two hexes instead. I believe that's... Um, I think it's E11 and E10. The abandoned ferry station in the Hydra Lair, the river line. Ah, right, yes, I see. Um, so... And they will take those for the same as the first deal. So significantly less hexes, but presumably more valuable ones to them. Oh, interesting. So um, that would be... Um, uh, it, sorry, it is uh, E10 and E11, isn't it? Yeah. Because essentially, um, Mivon controls what would be E12, the yeah. hex that's off your map. Yeah. Um, so this would give them a big river port. Th- this would give them further up the river... And assuming they build on that abandoned ferry station or river port crossing that um, that triple river. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, there, there are already um, boats going down the river to Mivon anyway yeah. because you don't restrict that sort of trade because why the hell would you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, for that matter, we have actual trade caravans yes. crossing the border with Mivon because we have a trade deal with Mivon. But, but it's always going to be to their advantage to hold a position that centers that centers over multiple rivers. Yeah, and the thing is, this stuff will only become more valuable, you know, if they're betting on us, this stuff will only become more valuable as our kingdom builds up around it. Yeah. We're essentially increasing the value of their border. Yeah. At which point getting a stake in our territory is, um, you know, yeah. I mean, our territory, we haven't really expanded that far, but it is. So the the way this will work meta-wise is, um, unsurprisingly, whatever of these options you take, Caelan is personally going to have to hat up and go do something about her grog. Oh, yeah, yeah, naturally. Um, but... Um, the, the more resource you have to put into it, the less shit Kaelin will necessarily be opposed by. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the armies will be doing stuff, you know, as this goes on. Yeah. So, can I clarify your meta standpoint there? Yes. Is what you're saying that um, there's a PC-level conflict? There's a PC-level conflict of Kaelin and Co. versus Hagralka. Awesome. So what I'm actually going to get the opportunity to do is march the army down there to kick his door in yep. and then go off and personally deal yep. with something on but a PC Basically, you're, you're already aware from Jumandi Roll that there is a secret entrance into Hagrolka's fort, you know, sure. conveniently big enough for a cu- like a tunnel big enough for a couple of people to go down. Hagrolka mm-hmm. would presumably be leading his group from in there, so while your armies fight with Hagrolka's troll army, you sneak in there and cut the head off the snake style of thing. Sweet. That's awesome. 
which will hopefully, um, you know, either finish the job that your armies are performing or prevent immediate murderous retaliation when your armies are wiped out. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah, well, there's a lot to be said for killing Hadroka with regards to um, dismantling his army. And the theory being, if we go down, we could try sneaking in without an army, but it'll be more effective if we go down with armies. Yep, sweet. Awesome. Uh, and Vaughn will tell you in, in his communique, basically, um, they have very, very recently, like literally just as, as he sent these letters out, um, had a fairly hefty victory over their centaur problem. Score. So they're going to have a big, big celebration next month. Sweet. Um, among other things, um, Rasseline has also been invited. Whether or not she will be there is a different story. Yeah. Um, it's Van Holt is big enough that it's on the cards, but small enough that it wouldn't be a huge diplomatic insult if she didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. yeah she would, think she would quite certainly send someone in her stead, but yeah, yeah. But I think it's polite to invite her, whether or not she actually feels like coming. It's still manly to uh, yeah, everyone's been invited to the shindig, Drelev included. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because it it would be extremely poor. Um, politics to not invite him as yep. a neighbouring king. Yeah. Although technically he doesn't border with Van Hult, he no, borders with no, us, but, but he is a nearby monarch. But you would... You, you, what about Pytax? Uh, yes, as well. Right. The, 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 like, no one would really expect King um, Castruti Ravetti to actually show up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it would be a diplomatic insult to do nothing and send no one and no yeah. formal wedding gift and nothing of the sort, but not even a particularly big one. Yeah. All um, he really has to do is send a polite letter or a little present. It, it so, would be, sorry, it I'm would doing be very unlikely that, that the king himself would show up, but the sort of kingdom size he's at, he's got a numerous functionaries, he yeah, doesn't yeah. even have to send counsellors. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all good. Yeah, no, that's all exciting, all good. The, um... Yes, the, um... Option three um, holds considerable appeal for Caitlin because mm-hmm. um, he knows what's in those hexes and um, it's nothing he couldn't manage without. I mean, obviously the pier is nice, but um, I also kind of like this. I'm certainly not going to give away massive chunks of the kingdom, but I'm vaguely entertained by the little bits that have belonged to other people, that yeah. sort of hodgepodge of influence and stuff. I mean, honestly, I mean... Look at this thing. I've got ten. I've got eleven hexes, and look how many are unclaimed. It's pretty. Yeah. Um, th- there's there's some land going spare. The the general argument is, um, you know, what Mivon are asking for is expensive. You know, they are probably going to get more value out of it long term than than you yeah. are. But it depends on how interested you are in expanding that way anyway. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Um, Obviously you can't expand beyond Row 11 without going straight to war with them. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, the fact of the matter is that um, our bottom hex is the, at present is the um, cobalt wine in E6. You know, and um, my planned expansion of the current project goes as far as E7. It's... um. It's a fair way from that to row 10. I mean, obviously, as the kingdom gets bigger, eventually we'll get down to that point. Mm-hmm. But um, there are a lot of hexes. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, I mean, the thing is, you know, my future descendants might curse my name and be all, why did we give away that? But, but the reality is they're not going to be kings at all because I came along and gave them a kingdom. So and the next, the next level of future descendants will just know that it's always been the fault. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the border's pretty flat at present. One little, these kind of little jiggy bits are um, just part of the equation. Yeah. As opposed to row 11, because I really don't particularly want to give away... Oh, no, that's actually in row 10. I was going to say I don't want to give away the troll city, but that's um, in A10. Yeah. Um, having scouted it out, my impression is that this is, like, if I can remove the trolls, obviously, this is actually, like, a settlement style... Yes, it has several buildings effectively already built within it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a an actual settlement that I could I could build up to. Yeah, yeah for that matter, um, C10 is a farm hex. Yeah. Which is awesome. With farms on it, they don't yeah. have to have any people on it. Yeah, yeah, but, but um, all we have to do is um, roll some roll some plows through and um, tidy them up a bit. So yeah, that's some things. Yep, yeah, so that's all good. So that's the plan is um Think seriously about deal with Mivon for um, knocking off Hagroka. Um, atti- um, endeavour to make peace with wizard folk. Attend wedding. So shall we leave that one there then?